means we can all listen to the sunny side of sports. Great show, bro. This is sunny side of sports. Right here on the Voice of America. Voice of America. Sporty greetings, Voice of America listeners. I'm Muck Bill Yabaro filling in for Sunny Young today. Let's jump right into the March 1st edition of the sunny side of sports. Starting off the show today, I spoke with my VOA colleague, Czech Tierro, about the NBA games that were played last night, as well as the exciting BAL season four starting March 9th. Let's take a listen. Last night, there was uh, plenty of exciting games. Uh, let's start off with the L.A. Lakers uh, beating out the Washington Wizards. Uh, the hometown Wizards, unfortunately, uh, lost uh, 134 to 131. It was in crypto in L.A. What were your thoughts on that game? Uh, I'm not surprised because the Wizards haven't been the best so far. Is they, if not the bottom of the Eastern Conference, they haven't been really be the team that people want to see. Unfortunately, they're right by the next door to us here, but it's not fun to go watch their games. You know, they lost a lot and they made some trade that haven't been benefit to them. A Jordan Poole coming from Golden State, people thought it would be a big, but you haven't had much, much to the team, but. Um, L.A. Lakers, well, you know it, Mubil. Uh, LeBron is at the point he want to win another championship. Uh, they got how many now? Four? He got four? Yes, he has yeah, four. Yeah, so they're trying to five. So, mm-hmm. and, and, and that will be probably called the day for retirement. But, you know, um, the, he got a group of young guys that's ready to play. And and they went to overtime and got, uh, Washington Wizards could win it. But uh, this is when play up, uh, good players show up, you know what I'm saying? Late minute and playoff season, playoff start time, you know. Absolutely. Uh, I feel like sometimes right after All-Star break, the teams that are really going to start making a push for playing seriously, they really start showing you right. close games like this, it matters. Yeah, okay, Washington Wizards' uh, record might not show that they're a good enough team, but if you're in the NBA, you can lose to anybody. Yeah. So for the Lakers to dig deep and win this game really shows us that, you know, they're starting to get ready for playoffs. Yeah. Uh, if I'm just looking at the stats, you know, as 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 much as we, you know, criticize uh, Jordan Poole because he hasn't really panned out to be the player that we expected him to be for the Wizards, yeah. You know, he put up 34 points, man. It's like, the, can we probably get him some help? Can we get him some help? Probably, probably the, the first time <laughs> since he's been to the Wizards because he's playing the Lakers. <laughs> he, brought that, <laughs> he, he brought that Golden State comp- competitiveness, you right, know. Against the Lakers. Uh, against the Lakers, of course, right, because right. he's playing the Lakers. But, right. yeah, you're right. He yeah. played good last night, and uh, but we wish he would have been doing that since he came to the Wizards Absolutely. because nobody knows where his future looks like. But, you know, um, he's a good player, too, if want to play uh, yeah no i i agree i think sometimes uh you know when you played alongside players like steph curry clay thompson right you you ha- you're usually third option fourth option so sometimes you have a lot of easy looks when you're option number one the game is different, different. so i think he thought that everything was going to be sweet like it was when he was option three or four yeah. but he's starting to see when you're the number one option and teams have the ability to go and study film on you it's a completely different game. Yeah, we saw a Golden Pool. Uh, I mean, a Jordan Pool, like uh, when he was at the Wizard uh, uh, with the, the Golden State. Yeah. Right, uh, right, yeah. right. That's what we saw last night. Yeah, yeah. absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. All right. So now, if we're looking at uh, another game that really uh, was an exciting, exciting uh, match to watch in Madison Square Garden. You know, everybody loves playing in Madison Square Garden. The mecca. They call they, it. They, they, they call it the mecca of basketball, right? Yeah, yeah. Steph Curry. You know, put up eight threes. You know, uh, scored eight. Eight threes against the uh, against the Knicks. Uh, Golden State wins one ten to ninety nine. Uh, man, do you feel like the Warriors and the Lakers, some of these you know veteran teams, are starting to pick up that pace 
um, as it starts now dwindling down uh, towards you know playoff time? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Mukbeo, this is the play. This at least they have at least twenty. There is sixty game now in so eighty game. How many game? Twenty yeah, game about left. Twenty games about left. About twenty game left for mm-hmm. before playoff. So these teams are gonna be uh, getting warm up. You know what I'm saying? And they're getting warm up to the next stage. Um, I haven't seen their play Clay Thompson a lot lately, and uh, which is the he's one of the backbone of the team as well. Mm-hmm. But uh, they have good guys too. Every team we we heard that. Uh, uh, Andrew Wingings left the team again yeah, for some personal, personal issue. Yeah. Uh, he's a big piece as well. Um, right. he haven't, and, but there is, they got a group of young guys that can step Kuminga, up. Kuminga, Kuminga, Kuminga yeah. has been balling, man. Yeah. Kuminga know? dropped 25 last night, and, uh, and they haven't, they haven't even used Clay last night. You know, yeah. even, you know, he came, they use him off the bench yeah. like they've been doing the last few games. Maybe they're reserving him for playoff. Could and, be. Because he's a good player. He can, though, so I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised Golden State when, although Golden State is now, even in the top qualify for the playoff on Western Conference. Right. And we see the New York that have been having very good season. Uh, but again, that will tell you that when it comes to playoff time, anything can change, McBeal. Absolutely. Yeah. No, I, I agree. At the <clears throat> moment, uh, the Golden State Warriors are in the 10th slot, so they would basically play against the Lakers in the play-in if the playoff started today, yeah, <laughs> which would be crazy, you know. Yeah, that's a very <laughs> that, rivalry. What a, what, a, what, a great, what a great start. That yeah, would be amazing. Yeah, now, now, if we just look at the Western Conference, uh, Sheck, right, we, let's go down the list, uh, at least top four. You got the Timberwolves at the top, right? Mm-hmm. You have the Thunder in second, Nuggets in third, and the Clippers in fourth. So my, my thoughts is when you look and see the Timberwolves and the Thunder being at the top, right, let's say the, the playoffs started today, the, play, the play-in or whatever. Let's take the play-in out of it. Let's say the Kings are in eighth. Mm-hmm. Kings versus the Timberwolves, those are two relatively young teams. It's, you know, it can go either Expert. way. It can go either yeah. way. Mm-hmm. But let's say now we know the play-in competition is there. Either the Warriors or the Lakers will end up coming up into that slot if they win. Lakers or Warriors versus the Timberwolves. Mugbeu, this, this is exactly what we saw last year. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm talking about? Will my, Sacramento my, King be on the top? And yep. they was down by the Golden State Warriors yeah. at the playoff time. Absolutely. Because of the experience, you right. know. And the Lakers, same thing, you mm-hmm. know. In last year, uh, Sacramento King was top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's going to go by the experience, but... You know, and especially Claire Anthony Edwards is injured. I mean, yes. I, I they scored him out of the game the other day, and we need to see an update on that. He's gonna be a big piece if and, he's yeah. if he is not in this rotation. If he if he has you know, God forbid, some really long you know season ending injury. Yeah. yeah. Forget about it. It will this be team, difficult. This team is dude, this team is done. Yeah. This team is done. It will be difficult. Yeah. <laughs> difficult. yeah they, they might they might drop the next twenty. Yeah. You know that it's that team really. He's the engine of that team. Absolutely, really, you know? models why defensively yeah. the athleticism yeah. they want to. See, even comparing him to Michael Jordan, yeah. which is big to me, but of course, you but, know, he's a you young kid. But you can tell yeah. he wants. He never shies away from competition. Competition, and in today's game, up. in today's game, that's very difficult. Yeah. A lot of offensive-minded players they never want to go up against the best defensive player. They never because you know you can end up on an Instagram. Yeah, you're gonna end up on a on, on YouTube. You're yeah. gonna end up on a, on a clip. Absolutely. So you don't yeah. want to get clipped up. You want to yeah. be the one on offense. Absolutely. On defense, you just kind of just stand by and let the defenders defend. Yeah, uh, absolutely. For the young team, I don't have a problem with them. But Mugbeu, when he comes to playoff, is different. You see LeBron now. Like, mm-hmm. this is when he wears his shoes tight. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Playoff right. time is when he's... 
like you got less than 20 game right it's what i mean less than 40 you know how you you almost through the season you 70 70 percent 80 percent through the season right if you if you do good you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. so that time the good players turn up you mm -hmm. know what i'm saying player experiment like stephen Curry, lebron and western so don't be surprised will be some change on uh when it comes to playoff especially uh, of course denver nuggets is there too and uh and all those three but Duxton, denver nuggets was uh, very experimented the youngies they got chance but playoff is a different ball game Mokbeo. absolutely no yeah. i i agree i i think um the only team that's still relatively young that has a lot of playoff experience happens to be that Boston Celtics team. Really, this they are dominating, man. They, if yeah. you look at them, they have 46 wins. Uh, they have they have the best record in the NBA right now with 46 and 12. Yeah. Um, I'm looking at this team as the the premier team. That this looks like it can be potentially their year if they can stay healthy yeah. and stay the course. What are your thoughts on, I, on them? I think Boston deserve to win one this year. Yeah. That's my that's my my assessment. That kid Jason told him, Jim Brown, yeah, kissed up singles mm -hmm. and uh Drew Drew Holiday. Yeah, mm -hmm. uh, these four deserve to win what, one what together. A what a team. Yeah, and uh, I don't think uh you know, they they got close to nudge mm -hmm. the last few seasons. Right. So they always run there. Yeah. There's one of they are one of the teams that's like they were, missing, now. They were just missing something, right? Something. So now to get Porzingis and Drew Holiday because Drew is kind of similar to a player like Marcus Smart with yeah. more offense. Offense, yeah. Because defensively, they're, right. they're the same. That's they right. both are like lockdown defenders, but he has offense too. So, yeah. you know, when sometimes maybe shots are not falling down for Jalen Brown or Tatum's trying to get into a rhythm, yeah. Drew's just getting buckets, man. Absolutely. And then uh, go, uh, Boston, there's team that win now. Yes. And team and that's rebuilding. Yeah, so they're, Boston they're is like win, win now. now. Absolutely. So Boston got a chance to win now, you know. Wow. Yeah, that's my success. Hey, <laughs> I, I'm with I'm with <laughs> yeah. you on that. Yeah. Uh, lastly, yeah. before we leave, uh, we have the Basketball Africa League kicking off March 9th um, with a new conference, Kalahari Conference in South Africa. From South Africa, they go to Egypt for the Nile Conference, yeah. then to the Sahara Conference uh, in, in Senegal, Senegal yeah. then finishing it off. And Rwanda. In, in Kigali, Rwanda. Kigali, Rwanda. <laughs> <laughs> like always. You know, it's, like, it's like they make from south to north to west to east. Yeah. Man, I love the way that it's, it's shaping out for the continent. Absolutely. What, what are your thoughts on the, the addition of the new uh, Kalahari Conference? Well, to be honest, Mukbil, this was overdue. I, did, I, I thought they were going to start with South Africa. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. Because of South Africa has been the footprint of the NBA, the first the first country in Africa they with opened the footprint. Up. Yeah, mm -hmm. uh, with basketball without a border. Right. And uh, with NBA camp, you know, and, and G NBA academy. Right. And the NBA our quarter, the first one was in South Africa and right. Senegal. So South Africa coming late is, is, is overdue. Right. You know, and uh, it's just going to add another vision of Africa. And like you mentioned it, like uh, the geographic uh, landscape, uh, landscape of, of Africa. Now we is they're trying to compare it to Afri uh, to NBA. You see the West Coast. Yes. You see Golden State come to play the Wizards. Right. And we're on home, and yeah. they go to New York. Then they're gonna fly up to Denver, or they're gonna fly up to somewhere else on the uh, West Coast. You know, and close to Middle East. You know, and uh, Chicago area. So right. You know what I'm saying? You see yeah. the the it's, dynamic. It's the, moving. It's in, moving in that direction. Absolutely. Absolutely. So you don't be surprised if Kenya's next because wow. they just open up something in Kenya. Yeah. Uh, office in Kenya. Mm -hmm. So. That will be. They're trying to build the footprint there, which is good. South Africa can it can be any better country than that. Adding to this mix right now. Absolutely, yeah. uh, Shaq. It's always a pleasure, my brother, to have you on the segment. Yeah. Thank you so much. No problem. Thank you, man.
Now, switching over to football, I had a chat earlier with my VOA colleague Omari Kaseko and we discussed the games to watch in the EPL, La Liga, Serie A and the Bundesliga over the weekend. We also discussed a trend for big clubs such as Liverpool and Barcelona to use young players to help them win big games. Kick it off and uh, get into some of the premier matches happening across Europe's top clubs, uh, whether it's EPL, La Liga, Serie A, and the Bundesliga. I'll let you uh, kick it off with what uh, games you think are the must-watches for the weekend. Well, uh, let's start in uh, Premier League. Uh, Manchester Derby this weekend. Wow. This is a big one, right? It is huge, man. It's huge. It's huge. Um, This is going to be, I believe, Etihad Stadium, uh, this one. Yes. And... um, I think it's it's going to be a good game. Uh, you know Manchester United hasn't been, you know, it has been really rough patches. You know? <laughs> <laughs> um, it's not really the, the United yeah. of the past. No, it's not. They've had a very difficult season this yeah. season. Yeah. And then I feel like also Manchester yeah. City is starting to click at the right time. So, let me ask you Kevin this. De Bruyne is back. He is, he is absolutely back, and <laughs> yes. he has made an impact instantaneously. Yes. What do you think Manchester United have to do in order to not even necessarily win, but to pull off a draw against a Man City team that's really uh, rolling right now? They need to play their game, uh, and they need to be calm. That's one thing that Man United um, haven't been this season. They're rushing. Now, Manchester Derby comes with a lot of pressure, as you know. Uh, you never know. I mean, things can change, uh, you know, any time. But I think they need to be calm to play their game because however you look at it, uh, Manchester City is a little bit, you know, ahead of them. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, they're more organized, uh, well-trained team. Uh, so you'll give more chances to Manchester City to play this. I mean, they are way, way ahead uh, when you look at it. Manchester City is uh, second, in the league, right? In the league, uh, yeah. Yes. But if you look at the last five games, um, Man United have won, um, I think they've won like four games and then they, they lo- I mean, it was a loss uh, on their last game to Absol- Fulham. Absolutely, yeah. So I four think or five is not bad. It's the, not the, bad. So, prime. you know, they were building momentum, uh, you know, and they were keeping moving and winning games. Um, so I think the confidence is somehow building now their team but uh, I think this can be uh, it's too much to ask <laughs> to, <laughs> to take points against Man City but uh, you never know I mean uh, it's it's a football game and you never know really absolutely no I, yes. I, I, I definitely agree I think yes. uh, the, the derby usually brings out the best in uh, players yeah. even if the team isn't really playing well yeah. uh, it's kind of similar to the El Clasico in yeah. La Liga right yeah. where yeah. Barca versus Real doesn't yeah. really matter where the teams are placed, but yeah. when they collide, you know they they really showcase yeah. uh, the best possible football. Yeah. If we were to uh, swing it, uh, still keeping it uh, on EPL, I think uh, another matchup uh, that potentially could be interesting would be uh, Nottingham Forest versus Liverpool. Uh, you know, Nottingham Forest at the moment is in the. Where are they at? Seventeenth spot. So they're basically uh, close to that relegation zone right now. They are four points ahead of Luton Town, uh, which is in the eighteenth slot. But um, you know exactly what you just mentioned right now. Liverpool is in that 
contention right now. They are at the top of the league. They cannot afford to drop any points. What does a team like Nottingham Forest have to do in order to capitalize? Because Liverpool is uh, undergoing uh, tons of injuries at the moment, uh, forcefully uh, forcing some of their younger talent to play in big-time matchups uh, when you know maybe they would rather have some of the seasoned uh, vets uh, playing. What does Nottingham Forest have to do in order to try to not even necessarily get a steal of a win, but maybe just to get some kind of points from this game? I think these are the games that uh, you are looking forward to watch, uh, mainly because teams which are fighting for relegation, uh, when it comes to March, you know, April, uh, they can surprise you because they are fighting for their lives. Mm -hmm. They are fighting to remain in the Premier League. So uh, this can be a really tough game. Nottingham Forest is a, uh, it's a good team. Uh, they've been struggling. That's why they are where they are right now. But I also think Liverpool has a lot of injuries. Um, you know, Klopp has been playing kids, basically, you know, the last few games. So they may have a chance, a uh, big chance. Um, but if Liverpool plays to, uh, to their potential, it's, it's going to be difficult for them. Uh, compared to where, you know, you could compare two teams and you see where they are right now, it can be really, really difficult. But I believe um, it's, it's, a, it's very difficult to play against teams who are fighting relegation battle. Yeah. Absolutely. So they have a chance. Basically, they have a good, good chance. Here we go. You, you heard it straight from Omari. Um, mm. If we're to swing it now to Syria, there is a huge clash happening this weekend. Yeah, yeah. Napoli versus yeah. Juventus. Yeah. Man. Two yeah. huge, huge teams in that league. Yeah. Two uh, mega clubs in Europe. Yeah. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? So for this, uh, this one, actually, um, I think Napoli. We want to watch Napoli. Uh, Napoli has been... Um, it has been a tough, tough season for Napoli. Um, right now, I think they have the third uh, manager in one season, which is crazy, you know, right. from Rudy Garcia to Mazzari and now Francisco Calzona. So, you know, third coach uh, in just one season. A lot of changes going on in there. Uh, Osimhen has been out, a lot of injuries this season. But I think for this game, he may be back. Um, he had him. a scare. Yeah, he had a scare last game. So uh, possibly this game is going to be fit to play. And of course, they are looking forward to play uh, Champions League with Barcelona. But um, Napoli has been uh, it has been tough for them. Um, Juventus is uh, second in the league. Um, but even if they're in second in the league, they look out of the title. Yes. Uh, it looks like the title is out of reach for them. Inter's um, up by 12. Yes, by 12. So the points, uh, the, the margin is too big for them. Um, I think, yeah, I think they are out of title race. Uh, they are playing well here and there, but they lost so many matches. Uh, this season, yeah. If I'm and, if uh, I'm looking at their last couple, of, last five games, yeah. they have two draws, two losses, and only one win. Yes, they haven't been consistent uh, in this, and um, I think a lot of fans now are behind Napoli. Napoli is playing at their own stadium for this one, so uh, I would give them a chance. I think Napoli has a better chance to win this game. Uh, yeah, um, I think with with you mentioning exactly them playing, uh, they they played relatively well against uh, Barca, even though Barca missed out on some 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 shot opportunities yeah. that they could have capitalized yeah. on in the Champions League. Yeah. I think uh, that was a really good result for yeah. Napoli to yeah. uh, to finish it one one. Yeah. 
So speaking about Barca, let's swing it over there uh, to uh, Barcelona. Barcelona plays Athletic Club uh, on Sunday. What are your thoughts on Barca? Barca at the moment yeah. currently are in third uh, behind uh, Real and Girona. Yes. Um, it's still not too far out of reach. You know, the, the it seems as if the, the, the league is still... You know, within grasp, but knowing Real, it's tough to make up a difference like that with about, what, 12 games left? Yes, it's. Uh, I think it's going to be very difficult for Barcelona. Mm-hmm. Uh, it has to be, for them to win uh, this title, Real has to be you know, yeah, losing to, games. They have to look like what Arsenal did last year. Yes, maybe we'll say that. And Real is not going to do that, right? Last game, I think... Uh, they looked at them when Barcelona was watching that game, uh, Real playing um, Sevilla. Mm-hmm. And uh, we thought, oh, maybe Real will drop points in this game. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, suddenly uh, Luka Modric did what Luka Modric does best. <laughs> and that was it. Unbelievable. But, <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. So I think this is going to be a really tough game for Barcelona. Mm-hmm. Uh, Barcelona is going to San Mames, one of the most difficult stadiums to visit. Mm-hmm. Um, Bilbao has uh, has a very good coach, uh, uh, Ernesto Valverde, who was in Barcelona. He understands Barcelona really well and how they play. Um, you also have uh, two young two young brothers there, mm-hmm. Iñaki Williams and, uh, you know, Nico Williams. Right, right. They are playing well. You right. know, they are playing really, really well right now. They are back in form. So I think this is going to be really tough. Uh, San Mames is not an easy stadium to visit. Uh, Barcelona is playing well. Uh, the last game was fantastic against Getafe. Uh, they showed that you know they can play their game. I think they have balance in the midfield now. Playing uh, Christensen in the midfield, um, an area where Busquets used to occupy, they've had problems there uh, the whole season. Mm-hmm. So I think the last few games, Xavi decided that okay, I'm gonna put Christensen there, mm-hmm. and then you see the balance in their defense. They have young kids um, like Kubasi playing in the in the center of defense, playing really, really well, doing amazing stuff. So uh, Lewandowski looks like himself again. I think they have a chance uh, they can win there, but it's going to be tough. Yes. Yeah. Uh, doing that while they're playing, they're going to have also to look at what Madrid is going to do on Saturday against Valencia. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you look at Madrid now. The, the, the most, I think, impressive part of this Madrid is a defense. They've considered 16 times this season yeah. only, yeah. even with Courtois outside, mm-hmm. uh, being out for most majority of, of the season. Right. David Alaba is out mm-hmm. and Amelitao is out, yeah. but they haven't considered much. Unbelievable. So um, you um, look at them when you're saying, wow, this is impressive. A lot of, I think <laughs> yes. a lot of their defense yeah. it comes from, you know, when they say the other team can't score if they don't have the ball. So they're, they're, they're having a lot of possession and they yes. kind of kind of push the offense yes. so much so that you just keep the ball out of reach yes. of a ton of teams that they don't have yes. a lot of opportunities, but you're absolutely yeah. correct. They're defense, their backline, man, has really been very impressive this season. And that's how you win the league. Uh, remember last season when Barcelona won the league, it was because of the defense. Mm-hmm. You know, defense was so tight, you couldn't score many, you know. So they went um, for a long time unbeaten, or, you know, the defense actually was holding the team. So they won the league that way. And you see that in Madrid now. Uh, we were worried a lot when Courtois um, got injured. We said, how is it going to be? But, you know, you see, uh, uh, Madrid is Madrid. They're playing well. They're still in Champions League, still first in La Liga. That's Real Madrid. 
But they are playing Valencia, a team who has been resting for since February 17. Valencia hasn't played a game. Mm. You know, um, their last game was postponed. Right. Yes. So they've been. So they have. <laughs> they have fresh. Time. They have fresh legs. Right. Right. They've had more time to train and fresh legs, resting players. So we'll see. But um, they've not been uh, impressive this season, Valencia. That's true. Yeah. Swinging it lastly to uh, the Bundesliga. We have uh, the leading team at the top of the Bundesliga, uh, Bayern Leverkusen, um, who have comfortably, comfortably showcased a stellar performance of a year this year with zero losses and only four draws as well um, in the Bundesliga and across all tournaments have not lost. Um, They play Cologne uh, this um, Sunday. And uh, what are your thoughts on that? And just let's just have a conversation about Bayern Leverkusen's performance uh, this year and Xabi Alonso, uh, you know, and what he's been able to do with this team. Bayern Leverkusen, what can you say? Surprise of the season, uh, 33 unbeaten games this season. Uh, you have that... I think that record was um, Bayern had that that record before, mm-hmm. which they've already broke the record. Right, it was um, thirty-two for Bayern. Thirty-two for mm-hmm. Bayern, thirty-three mm-hmm. and beaten. It's it's amazing the way they do. It's mm-hmm. amazing the way Xabi um, Alonso is setting this team. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. Uh, they call him a problem solver. You know, yeah. he knows how to solve these problems. He talks to players a lot in the on the pitch. Mm-hmm. Uh, he changes his style. During the games, right. you know, they, so they have a different way. Adjustments, you yes. see. They have different ways of playing. Um, I think he's a great motivator also. And this team also, uh, keep in mind, they've had injuries. They've had injuries. They've had players out mm-hmm. uh, this season. So it's not like everything was so good to them. No, they have had their own problems. But it's amazing stuff. I don't know how, you know, what else can you say uh, with that team? It's amazing stuff. Xabi Alonso has surprised us, surprised everyone. Um, he's in demand now in Europe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, Liverpool maybe wants him, other teams wants him. But it's it's amazing what he's doing. And uh, we expect him to win this game also. Absolutely. Last question. Yes. What do you think Xabi Alonso does at the end of the year? Do you think he takes another offer from Liverpool or the likes, or does he stay, hang around, and get Leverkusen into Champions League next year and uh, test his team out that way? It's difficult to say now because he has been dismissing. This has been the question that is being asked in every press conference mm-hmm. that he goes. Mm-hmm. It's difficult to say, but... Um, a lot of people would love to see Xabi Alonso uh, go further with his team because we keep thinking uh, next year, if they're in Champions League, how far can they go? You know, we are thinking of, of that also. And, um, you know, it's one season. Can they do this next season also? Or it's just one season wonder? Mm-hmm. We don't know, right? So I think staying there would be very good thing for Bayer Leverkusen, uh, also for um, Bundesliga in general. Uh, but I also think, uh, you know, he loves Liverpool. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, 
of course, uh, the temptation may be, you know, I should go to Liverpool. This is my team, you know, right. and they need a coach. Mm-hmm. And, of course, he's uh, on the top list there. Yeah. So it makes sense. You know, he loves Liverpool. And uh, no matter what, I feel like Liverpool will give him time to build a team. Mm. Uh, they have a lot of young players, mm-hmm. Liverpool, now we have seen, right. which is impressive. And uh, he can he loves to work with young players, right. Xabi Alonso. So you can imagine uh, he can go there and build a team. But I think you would love to see if this this was only one, one season. season wonder or this is the way he can build a team and create this magic that he's, he's creating. Uh, for us, I think, for me personally, I would love to see him you know, continue with Bayer Leverkusen and see where they are next season. Absolutely. I, yeah. I would agree. And I think uh, yeah. that would be my hopes as well, mm-hmm. um, just to see him uh, develop this team continually uh, and, and then also give them a shot yeah. to see how they would uh, fare in yeah. the Champions League. And remember, it's good to see another team break into, you know, the into big, those conversations. Yes, because of, every time a Champions League, we are talking about the, the same, same big six, six, seven teams in Europe. Right. Uh, Liverpool mm-hmm. is one of them. Right. So it would be nice to see a team like Bayer Leverkusen breaks into those zones and you yeah. know uh, get higher recognition in Europe. Absolutely. Omari, thank you so much for being on the segment with yeah. me today. I definitely will have you back on. Thank you. Thank you. And that's a wrap for the March 1st edition of the show. Hope you all have a great day and a great weekend. I'm Muckbill Yabaro in Washington for Sonny Young. And that's the sunny side of sports. I get it. <laughs>